0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Uh, yo. Yo, back to yourself. <laughs> and up? uh, today I am under the weather.
1: Yeah, I think maybe I got you last week, huh?
0: You son of a bee. Yeah. I woke up this morning. My throat was hurting. uh. So right now I'm drinking some green tea with a lot of honey. Ooh. Elegantly with my uh, pinky up. Yes, you are. Yes, a very English style with me. That's how I drink my tea. Hmm. Uh, Yeah. Do you ever see people drink, like, when they drink those, like, tea or coffee and they drinking, like, pretty much out of shot glasses with handles?
1: No. Oh, Maybe espresso. Yeah.
0: Oh, what is, I can't drink. I need, like, jumbo cups. I love espresso. Yeah? yeah? Wired? Yeah, man.
1: Stuff gets me going.
0: Yeah, so I'm a little sick today. let see Lauren can last. I chugged, I had a prescription cough syrup from the doctor that I had from, like, last time I got a cough. Uh, that I sounds chugged like, the rest of the bottle. That so sounds I am like, a little buzz.
1: That sounds like that Jamarcus Russell stuff.
0: It ain't no purple drink. <laughs> this, the doctor gave it to uh, me. Oh, sure. I think there is codeine in there, though.
1: Well, there you go.
0: I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm a little buzzed. Right. I took it, like, an hour ago, hour and a half ago. I don't know. My whole day has been a whirlwind.
1: Yeah. You look very, you look like you have a glow.
0: Glow? Mm-hmm. You look a little high. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll get through this. I, the medicine's helping. The tea's helping. So let's uh, let's talk fantasy football. But more importantly, dynasty fantasy football. Uh, booyah. Let's uh, get into some injuries this week. Biggest one, obviously, Jamal Charles. Tears his ACL. Again.
1: Absolutely devastating for the championship contenders
0: yeah and if you listen to matt last week he cannot pronounce his uh name last week but it, you want to give it a whirl uh this week
1: um char Kendrick west
0: yes so if you interpreted that last week you and you went to the waiver and got him good job out of you
1: yeah good job because now you are just cashing in you're one week ahead of the curve there yep.
0: just a, another useful nugget you right. get from the Dynasty nerds podcast Yeah, we are always like a week ahead of schedule
1: we try to stay a week ahead of schedule yeah
0: isn't that why we do a podcast yes and that's why people love us. Some people like us. <laughs> right. But some people do love us. Probably me a little bit more than you. Right. But I'm sure there's probably like three people that like you more than me.
1: Well, you talk more than me. I'm more of the strong, silent type.
0: I'm a gabber. <laughs> what can I say? But yeah, so JC's out for the year. Um, And it's it's one of the main reasons I've never owned a Jamal Charles chair in my life. Like, I'm always waiting for him to get hurt. Yes, he's really good. I think we mentioned this on the podcast before. Like, hey. You know, Jamal Charles is one of those guys that's really, really good, but I'll never own a share of him because I'm just waiting for him to get hurt. Now he's a little bit older. Tears his ACL again. Different knee this time. Which helps. Yeah, which which does help. Yeah. It looked Brutal.
1: I mean, yeah, it was an, obviously it's like, we've been talking about it, all these non-contact injuries. Um, it, They always seem to end up being the ACL. So I don't know if they have like a turf issue or, or it's, it's like just weird, or it's like the shoes they're using nowadays just have like too much grip or something. could and, be the and, turf. And,
0: this is that little give. Right. It's all it needs. So uh, yeah. Terrible news for Jamal Charles owner. Tell me if you're like, uh, you know, like in a, in a hunt right now?
1: Me, for example, I've, I'm like with, I'm in like the, I think I'm in second place in the one league and I had Jamal Charles as my running back and literally last week I, I dealt Matt Forte because Devontae Freeman was doing so well for me. I had him and I, I had like Danny Woodhead and stuff that I could uh-huh. plug in if I needed to.
0: Woodhead's a top 12, uh, he's a running back one right now so it's definitely doable.
1: Right, so I, so I, I unloaded Forte and now this week, Jamal Charles blows out his knee. So now I'm stuck. I mean, not stuck with, but I've got Devontae Freeman. Which so th-
0: makes you all right. I mean, you literally had the number one and two overall fantasy running backs. Right. One, two.
1: Right. And, and But I mean, I'm going to be kind of scrambling here a little bit. I did tr- I also trade for Matt Jones within like an hour of making that other trade, too. Well, so it helps. I so-
0: mean, but you, you're going to start Woodhead. I mean, Woodhead right now, uh, who I've been preaching his name all year, is a number eight overall fantasy running back.
1: Right. People. So, so I mean, I'll, I'll be able to survive, but it's not going to be the same as having Jamal Charles in your
0: lineup. No, you don't have the one, two-pound, though. Right. Um, and people will ask, hey, what's his value? You know, is this a buy-low moment? I mean, I guess if you're—but why even—I mean, I'd sell if I can get, like, a first for him.
1: Uh, I mean, right now I'm just going to—I mean— probably just hold on to him. I don't even think anyone's going to offer anything.
0: Probably not, but if somebody came to you and they offered you a first, would you take it now that he's older and on another ACL tear? And he's probably only got about one, maybe two years left in him. Yeah, I probably would. Yeah, me too. Uh, obviously, I don't own him, but I mean, I wouldn't give up. I personally wouldn't even go. I, obviously, I don't like him, but I wouldn't go after a first. I wouldn't give up a first for him. Right. But you know there's people out there that would.
1: Who knows, man? I mean, there could be.
0: So if you didn't see my tweet or uh, you are behind the schedule, and you didn't go to your waiver and you're still out there, uh, CW is what I'll call him, (laughs) or Mr. Mr. West.
1: Jarkhandrick West.
0: (laughs) Uh, You want to pick him up. I made a a waiver claim for him in every one of my leagues. Uh, uh, Coach Andy Reid said they're going to go with him because he's more similar to Jamal Charles, but you will get some Niall Davis action as well.
1: He never really said that they were gonna go with him, did did he? He yeah. just kind of said that. I Charkin, thought he
0: said he he's gonna start.
1: I just read that he that he's more like Jamal Charles. Oh, person. I mean, so I, I'm I'm kind of I do think they are gonna go with him because it was trending that way to begin with, but I mean I'm not. We'll see, you know. We'll see how much he can actually handle. I'm not like a hundred percent in on sharkhand request, but he's definitely. But you want to add him? He's the guy. Yeah, if if you're looking at a guy, add him for sure.
0: Definitely. And if you can get now Davis cheap, he's definitely like he might end up being the guy. But I know we did an episode on Nile Davis a couple month months ago as well. When we were talking about if you go back, if you go back and listen to the episode of top backup running backs, there's like a running back episode I did, like the ones you want to own. Um, I don't remember all the details, but there's really good information in that. I remember that for sure about Niall Davis that I gave. Like, what's wrong with Niall Davis and why? Like, I thought he'd be number one on my list, and he actually moved down. Uh, Again, I can't remember it all verbatim, but, it's you know, the way he hits the hole is a problem. But I know there's a lot of nuggets in there about Niall Davis you probably want to listen to. It's a good one to probably go back and listen to uh, for the future. But it's going to be a running back by committee. Uh, It's good news for Jeremy Macklin owners, who's already heavily targeted, Travis Kelsey as well right uh so they're gonna have to throw the ball probably a little bit more but sad news for jc owners
1: yeah man, mean it's, it's it's tough flow obviously a lot of uh title contenders were really relying on him so moving on uh there were quite a few like little injuries this week yeah um we had julio jones get a hamstring and they're the thursday night game this this week
0: and he said he might not be able to go and so- he was like a little off I mean, I know he went beast mode at the end of the game, and you got you got salvaged by that fumble of Devontae Freeman in the end zone right. to help his fantasy day. But he was a little off in like pretty much the whole first three quarters there.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. So I actually just heard a clip, um, literally right before I came over here, and it was him talking about how he's going to try to give it a go. He's like, unless I unless I can't I can't do it, you know, unless I can't make guys miss and 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 get off the line and stuff like that. Basically, he's going to go unless he's really injured and yeah. can't do it. So he'll probably play tomorrow. But, but I would just temper my enthusiasm perhaps a little bit. It's a Thursday night coming off a short week, and, yeah. he's, I mean, he's got an injured hamstring. Yeah. And he's going to try to go no matter what. And so, we always, I
0: mean, he's one of those guys, it's, like, almost impossible to bench. But right. if you have any other options, even, like, a, I know it's crazy, but, like, a Travis Benjamin, you know what I mean? But, like, if you have any other option, it might be not a horrible move.
1: I would just try to have – I mean, not that you, not that, I would just brace myself for, like, maybe not normal Julio numbers.
0: and just stay on top of it, go build all the way up to the game. Like, you know, just stay on top of all the news, pre-games, because you never know, even though he's active when they announce the actives, you never know right before the game he could do something, and like, oh, you know, never mind, he's not playing. So just make sure, since it is a Thursday, which is going to be the easiest thing to stay on top of, Right, just make sure you're really on top of that this week. I totally agree. Justin Forsett hurt his ankle against our Browns. How about those Browns?
1: How about those Browns? Big W this week.
0: I was, I watched a game with the kids this week and I was by myself since no one want to come sit and watch a game with me. But, uh, yeah, I was running around the house high fiving my kids. All right. I had to do that. Here we go. Brownies chant. Nice. Good are woof, woof. I'm like, those are my boys. That's my boys. I love brainwashing people. Yes. Definitely little people. Yeah. They're so easy to brainwash. <laughs> yeah. They're just silly little kids. Yeah. Uh, but my, I mean, my dad did it to me. You <laughs> did <damn> it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Forsett came out of the game. Uh, it's, right now, it doesn't seem like it's too serious, but, again, something to keep your eye on. It. He didn't come back in the game. Right, yeah. Thank God, because the Browns finish. probably would have lost if right. he did. Because he was having his way with us. <laughs> yes, he was. He had a <laughs> hell of a game. Just like any other running back that plays the Browns. Uh, you know a good choice to do if somebody's playing the Browns? Start that running back. Start that running back. I thought it was a good choice in my fan duel uh, to start Owen Daniels, since every tight end did really good versus the Raiders. Nothing. Nothing.
1: Cusack. yeah nothing man
0: F you own daniels
1: yeah no kidding totally threw that in our face
0: <laughs> yeah really did so watch four set uh sad news about daniel fells giant side end kind of made himself like a viable somewhat on the radar fantasy option
1: you're right and then all of a sudden mercer
0: seen his career's over man
1: yeah he's had like at least five surgeries already yeah. on his foot and there was there was actually talk about him maybe losing his foot but it looks sounds like they're past that at yeah least. it sucks but he's, he's probably done in the Yeah, NFL. if you
0: have them, if you do have EMT processors, you have them, pretty safe to say you can cut bait.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Um, Tyrod Taylor might miss a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, PCL injury that he mm-hmm. suffered last week. Um, So that's um something, you know, just kind of, not that anyone was, I don't think, relying on Tyrod Taylor as their starter right now.
0: I mean, he's currently number six overall fantasy quarterback. I know he had a rough week last week too, but he is, I mean, if you're going to say you know, Right now we're entering week six, right? So we're behind, like you know, like oh, it's lucky kind of stuff. We're like halfway through the season after but, this week.
1: Yeah, I know. But in in dynasty, I, I think you kind of got him for free, and you probably already had another yeah. option. True. So I'm not. I'm guessing not a lot of people were actually having him as their only starter. They maybe they spot started him like bye week type mm-hmm. of stuff. So yeah. so hopefully it doesn't fall on you know like his this injury doesn't overlap with your bye weeks or anything. And you'll still be able to use him later on in the year, but. You know, just give it a few weeks, it sounds like.
0: You are correct, sir.
1: Okay. Um, Matt Jones also sprained his toe last week. Oh, I hate spraying my toe. Yeah, and that's especially tricky for running backs because all, all the cutting they have to do in the holes and stuff like that. So that's something to keep an eye on as well. Um, I don't know. I mean, the, he really didn't play much in the second half It sounded nope. like. So So let's see how the practices go this week and see how he uh, ends up on Sunday.
0: You know what I usually do when I hurt my toe?
1: Uh, you probably scream like a little girl.
0: No, I curse like a man, Oh, okay. like a sailor. Mm-hmm. Well, sure not, yeah. you. I'm Popeye over here. Mm-hmm. Where where am I? Spinning my toe. <laughs> uh, Blake Bortles hurt his arm shoulder.
1: The old throwing shoulder too, not the non throwing shoulder. They say
0: he should be a go.
1: Yeah, it sounds like he's going to tough it out, but
0: get a killer uh, game.
1: Yeah, man, he's really coming on.
0: All those like DraftKings millionaire people had Bortles in their lineup. Yeah, I'm so jealous.
1: We, I mean, we've been talking them up for a couple of years. We kind of like where the direction that that team has been going.
0: Yeah, the whole offense. I know yeah. we're going to talk about Alan Hearns a little later. But, yeah, I mean, Portals, like we said before, like there's going to be some growing pains for like any quarterback. But after a couple of years, I mean, they're building a really good, youthful offense there. And it, it's starting to look pretty good.
1: There was Julius Thomas sighting. He was uh, kind of a surprise active this week. Yeah, he
0: didn't really do anything.
1: Had two catches on like, 20-something yards. But, I mean, Ooh. right. But, I mean, the guy... Basically, he's still playing with a broken hand.
0: So. Yeah, I hear you. But, nothing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Julius Thomas is still on your bench until further notice. Uh, last person I heard again, uh, kind of iffy, still had a beast game, Yeah, Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham
1: pulled his hammy. So... That's, I mean, that's something that he does have like a history of hamstring injuries, and, it and sucks, they, man. they linger for. They linger with him also. So, I mean, I would keep an eye on it if he practices this week. It must not have been that bad. If he's sitting out the whole week, or or he's all limited and everything, I would just make sure that he's going to be active on Sunday.
0: Yep. All right, let's get some. Uh, let's go through some uh, players we want to talk about dynasty wise. All right. Um, say you do have Tyrod Taylor, maybe Brian Hoyer is on a waiver wire. Could Might be a worth pick up. Yeah, yeah. You know, with that receiving core out there of uh, basically of DeAndre Hopkins only. Uh, who again had eleven catches for one hundred sixty nine yards? I can't wait to see Hopkins with a good quarterback, man, like a really good quarterback. He's so good.
1: Well, th- I mean, you'd think that they'll draft one next year. I, I mean, th- yeah. they can't go. They can't continue with these two.
0: No, definitely not. I mean, that's what Hurry does. He comes in. He has like, he he's good when he relieves people, but when he has to start, he's not that great. Uh, and Ryan Malice just terrible.
1: Yeah, I, I actually dropped him just today for like uh, Brent Selleck's little brother. Garrett zellick who's been the tight end over there in San Francisco. Yeah, I'm
0: not worried about that.
1: I mean, I'm not either. That's what I'm. That's how low I, you
0: know, <laughs> I think
1: of Ryan mal Like I just, oh, I just I wanted to get him off my team, and I just picked somebody up. Yeah, i cut him too,
0: and that's good. I mean, that's what you do in Dynasty. I mean, exactly what you do there. You just pick somebody up that might have a chance. I right. mean, when you, we have 30 man rosters, you cut a guy like that who don't love it all, who has like no chance of playing anyways. Again, we talked about this last week. Like names are names, and. It, sometimes it's good to pick up a no-name guy. Right. Uh, we, we have a no-name guy we're going to talk about later that you should definitely pick up. But again, you know, like C.W., Kendrick,
1: West. Kendrick West.
0: Uh, you know, if, if that's a guy you took off, you saw maybe he was like the backup over there and getting some carries. As soon as they made that move of now Davis, you went to a waiver and picked him up. Look where you're at now.
1: Yeah, you're sitting on a starter.
0: Again, it, it doesn't always work out. It actually probably works out less than it does work out. But when it does, it's pretty nice. Even if, you know, C.W. just gives you, like, two good games this year. Right. You got them for free,
1: right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Never lift it. Never look a gift horse in the mouth. There you go. What a dumb saying.
1: <laughs> Come here, horse. Stupid horses. Like, like you've ever gotten a gift from a horse before?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Mr. Ed. I mean, I never did personally. Yeah, no kidding. So, big, um, big
1: pile of crap. Or something. That's the only <laughs> gift they give.
0: Yeah, like oh, my kids are like oh, the horses are coming. Like get out of the way, son. <laughs> they're dropping bombs. So they're kind. Consi- it's like what are those horses doing? are they consistently just dropping loads. Yeah. That sounds funny. Yeah, uh, that did. A, <laughs> I
1: was going to let that one go, but all
0: right. No, uh, not me. Uh, we finally had Andre Johnson Sipping sighting. Sipping on the scissor. <laughs> I'm just a little high. Uh, Andre Johnson, six catches, 77 yards, two touchdowns.
1: Hey, I said I wasn't done with that guy yet.
0: Yeah, and you're right, and that, literally when he did that, I thought of you. And I was like, man, Matt just said, you know, maybe it's going to take time to acclimate in the offense. Now, he was playing the Texans, so it was kind of like one of those revenge games as well. Right. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, maybe this is just something that's going to take a little bit of time. And maybe Andre Johnson will be somebody that can help you down the road, you know, come playoff time. So, he he might be somebody to buy low. You know, everybody's assuming this is last year. Somebody's out of it. You might be able to just get him for, like, a second.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I
0: mean, a second-round pick is a good pick. But, I mean, obviously, you want to try for a third. But I'd offer a third for Andre just to see if I can get some, like, maybe, like, late-season help. Yeah. Uh, it's always
1: good to have those guys in the, in the playoffs especially, you know.
0: True story. So. Yeah, Andre Johnson had a pretty good game. Hopkins beasted as well. Uh, moving on to the Browns game. Oh, so mm. happy. I love when the Browns win So having so little.
1: Oh, yes, it does.
0: But this one. Soak I, it in, Rich. Come on. The Ravens are my least favorite team in the NFL, too. So. As well F as those Bills.
1: No, it's kind of close between them, them and Pittsburgh. So
0: Yeah, but they stole our team. Or Browns fans. Uh, uh, yeah, Gary right. Barnage. Another monster game. Gary Barnage. Now, Big I play Gare, man. I've said it before, Gary Barnage was on my sleeper episode.
1: Good Lord, you.
0: I know, you know that's what I do. And hurt your I, hand I'm not going to talk about the, the guys that there. I miss on. I'm talking about the guys <laughs> that I hit on. Uh, but yeah, so Gary Barnage is number uh, three overall tight end right now. Who would have thought he has, you know, he's just beasted every single week.
1: He's just a few yards behind uh, Rob Gronkowski for the, like, like the the receiving lead, right? Like the actual receiving yardage?
0: Yeah, and they, and they actually, he's four points behind him in uh, fantasy points. But, you know, Gronk had his bye. Right. So, Gronk moves the number two overall tight end. Tyler Eifert with his double catch uh, touchdown effort moves up the number one fantasy tight end with 83 points. Then you have Gronkowski with 80. Then Gary Barnage at 76, and that's that, that gives you a top three. Then it starts to drop a little bit there. You're get down to the 60s with Kelsey, Witten, Martellus Bennett, Charles Clay, surprisingly, in the top 10. Jordan Reed, who has a concussion, so he said they're going to miss multiple weeks, is still right, out. Right. Um, so he's nowhere to go. And I know we're going to talk about LaDarius Green and Antonio Gates at the end of the episode, too, but LaDarius uh, Green is up there as well in tight ends. But, yeah, Gary Barnage right now, just he has that rapport with Josh McGowan, who had another really good game as well, back-to-back weeks. I started him in my uh, DraftKings $1 million tournament.
1: Absolutely crazy, man. I I still can't believe Gary Barnage is doing this.
0: I can't either, man. It's... uh it's just one he just he has a size he's he has okay speed he gets open he's uh he's a tight end one
1: he's big play gear man
0: big play gear air gear That catch with his feet was just unreal, too. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Give me a break. Lucky ducky. <laughs> yeah, that was. Hey, for how much unluckiness we get, yeah, I'll take it. That that, that kind of offsets the oh, he missed a kick, oh, you guys were off sides from last week.
1: That's exactly what I said. I was like, oh my gosh, this is something ridiculous that's actually happening good for us instead yeah. of the
0: opposite. Yeah. And then, of course, they go all the way downfield and kick a field goal. I thought we were going to lose. Oh, I totally um, thought we were going to lose that game. Yeah. You know, um, Duke Johnson really starting to slowly come along after his hamstring. He was, Remember, he missed almost all of training camp as well, so you drafted Duke Johnson in your first round you're really starting to get kind of some return on here six catches 55 yards nine carries 22 yards uh but again his bread and butter is going to be in a passing game
1: yeah absolutely he's a he's a definitely a PPR back and and he's definitely showing that he can do it
0: now and another guy who I started some of my draft kings we didn't talk about and I was kind of mad we didn't I know it's like oh now you're talking about him I didn't want to talk about him last week I forgot but Kamar Aiken uh, with Steve Smith being hurt, is the number one there, right? In Baltimore, and he had nine targets this week. He only caught four of them for seventy-eight yards, and one of them was a big play, along a long of forty-eight. But he is heavily targeted, and they had to throw the ball to somebody. Yeah. And right now with Crockett uh, Gilmore, Crockett the Rocket banged up. Uh, so he's on the top ten tight ends. I, I jinxed him. I gave him a nickname. He also gets hurt. I know. But they got to throw the ball to somebody.
1: Hopefully Big, big Play Gare isn't next.
0: <laughs> so Kamar Aiken might be somebody, again, you might be able to trade for for a late-round pick or somebody that you just hate on your roster who's old has no value, but that, that's a name. Kamar Aiken's one of those guys when we say, hey, you know, we, always, we, we preach the episode, don't always try and make the big trade. Sometimes right. it's the little trades are more doable and it happened more. So you don't always want to go for the big trade. These are guys that we're talking about. Kamar Aiken. He's the number one receiver in Baltimore. The competent quarterback who has a big arm. He can get open. Kamar Aiken might be somebody that you want to out on target and get that can help you if you're competing. And you need a receiver or a nice if you just need a little bit of depth and a bye week kind of filling guy. Yep. This is a guy that you're gonna be able to throw in your lineup. And if he scores a touchdown, it's gonna to give you a really good game, double digit point this week. Uh, Kamar Aiken, a nice ad to have.
1: I totally agree, man. He's a he's an ad.
0: Kamar Aiken. Kamar. I like talking about these no-name guys, kinda. I mean, obviously they're names, but you know, in the preseason, nobody's talking about Kamar Aiken. Um, moving on, we have Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. The number one overall fantasy player. Can't believe it. Guess what I'm gonna say?
1: Um, that you called it?
0: Yep. He was in my sleeper episode.
1: Yeah, sure. I is. said, hey,
0: remember Andy Dalton has this great offense around him, and uh You know, he was just a couple years ago the sixth overall fantasy player. Well, right now he's number one.
1: Yeah, he's not too bad. Another guy from that same game that didn't do too too bad was Thomas Rawls. Yeah,
0: he had a great game, man. 23 carries, 169 yards, and a touchdown.
1: So good that they, in fact, said that even when you know uh marshawn comes back he's still going to be getting probably eight to ten carries a game
0: not good news for lynch owners
1: that's good news for thomas rawls though because lynch is getting up there in age and if they see him like that and i actually saw some of that game he looked really good running the ball he a
0: big run too he's yeah. a big powerful running back he, he is know, he and is. he can
1: he can move too man it's kind of
0: like lynch right he a is bit. he is so and i remember he we always wonder like i think i know we talked about it in the pre you know before the year before the christian michael trade we're like this says a lot that Thomas Rawls beat out Kristen Michael, this like dynasty darling, at one point.
1: Right. I even asked the question, like, is he going to be there? apparent? And we kind of were like, I'm not sure. This guy's undrafted. Yeah, we you didn't know. know with Lynch right.
0: there beasting. So, and then hopefully you listen to that episode and you picked him up. Right. And he does. He looks really good. Somebody that that's a nice, maybe, again, maybe somebody you trade for now. And it feels like you're giving up a lot. We always talk about that too. Or, you know, I know I do. That sometimes you feel like, somebody be like, oh, wow, you kind of overpaid for Thomas Rawls. Now, just because, like, oh, you're like living on the moment, right that will pay dividends later. Kind of like when I gave up uh, to you, this is like seven years ago, for Michael Turner, I gave up a first. Right. When he was a backup in San Diego because I knew he was going to be a free agent and he was going to start somewhere, uh, so I was willing to give up a first for him. Now, right now, you say, hey, would you give up a first for Thomas Rawls? People are like, you're insane. Right, right. You know, but, I mean, if you have a running back that's going to rush for, you know, 169 yards and a touchdown who are you gonna take in the first round that's better than that
1: nobody that's yeah, what that, you're looking yeah, for yeah that's exactly what you're pick. looking for yep
0: which is a well, so if this guy has like a direct line to the starting job as it is or right now even a split carries again i mean and obviously you give a first you're hopefully a contender for it but at the same time this is people sometimes with those firsts you get a little bit crazy and people must say you're crazy for giving up first for thomas rawls it might not be that crazy of an idea,
1: and, and let's face it, Marshawn Lynch is not—he's no spring chicken, and he gets injured a lot. He's been getting nicked up here and there a lot the past yeah. couple of years,
0: and he—he's always a moment away from retiring. Right? We Never—we hear it every year, and one day it's just going to happen. He's going to be one of those guys like, "I'm done, man. Yep, I'm no longer here, bro. Yep." So I think, I think Thomas Rawls an offer for a first round pick and undrafted guy is not. If you're a competitor again around pick twelve, we don't know how next year's draft class is going to totally pan out right now. Uh, I know, like do uh, you see, uh, I know this is completely off base, but Nick Chubb.
1: No, I didn't. I didn't see it. Oh, uh, it was a bad one. Was it?
0: Oh, uh, tore his knee all apart.
1: I I mean, I saw that he did. I didn't see the play.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I watched the replay. My father-in-law showed me. I'm like, oh. That's rough, man. He's so good. Like first place of the game, but uh, yeah. I mean, nobody's a guarantee. I mean, it's not round. like
1: it's not like what's his name from a couple of years ago with the, the the Gamecocks, right? The where his oh, knee was like uh, flapping all.
0: No, that was know. uh.
1: I can't remember uh, his name, dude. <laughs> That's was, pretty bad.
0: I mean, neither. He's such a. He was like the number one running back beforehand, too.
1: I can see his face, Latimer. L- Marcus La- Latimer. Yeah, Good Marcus call, Latimer.
0: Um. So what do you think I mean, what do you think about that? Am I crazy for saying offering a first round pick for Thomas Rawls? Like a late first if you're a competitor and you need like kind of running back help? Maybe you have somebody that's like kinda of like not showing up because there's a lot of running backs that aren't, like Jeremy Hill.
1: I mean, if you if you're a competitor like you're a definite championship better and it's gonna be a like tenth, eleventh, twelfth pick, I don't think that's horrible. So you're on board. Yeah, I'm on board. I like Thomas Rawls.
0: Yeah, I think he's somebody you should try and get. He's like a goat he's a go getter. <laughs> yeah, go get him, man. Yeah, go get him. Uh moving on to Doug Martin not a go-getter for me
1: no i i know he had, this is two games in a row but i'm still kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop at this point it's i guess
0: against the jaguars yeah yeah and again he's a, he's kind of somebody we always say he's a roller coaster yep not somebody you want in your starting every week yes he beasted this week but when it comes to playoff time can he be trusted no i'm trying I to get know. a first form if i can
1: i totally would and and look at his uh, so-called backup, Charles Sims, also putting up some pretty and nice active. numbers. And he's somebody yeah. I
0: really liked out of West Virginia. He's somebody I liked a lot. I have him in our league.
1: So, I mean, he got five, He got 51 rushing yards, but then he got eight, re- uh, four receptions for 85 yards as well. So, I mean, that's a, that's a really good PPR day right there.
0: Yeah, had 12 carries, Yeah, which is, you know, half of Doug Martin, but still pretty good. But, yeah, he was a leading receiver when catches.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, that guy has standalone, you know, type of value. It's not really just a handcuff type of guy, type of guy to me.
0: I've always liked Charles Sims.
1: Me too. I have him. In, I have him in the one league where Jamal Charles went down. I'll probably end up promote, Ooh, Me too. I'll probably end up promoting him and He's uh, moving that up? Yeah, he I mean, he might have to.
0: You know, fish don't fry in the kitchen.
1: Yeah, beans don't burn on the grill.
0: Mhm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, good call on the Charles Sims. making sure you bring, brought him up. But Doug Martin people always anytime I see a tweet, which you tweet at me at Dynasty Rich.
1: Oh, I'm at Dynasty Man.
0: You I may I see time Doug Martin and says trade I'd say yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Get um, rid of them quick. Somebody just offer me a really delicious Sunday for duck. Yes. <laughs> take the Sunday. Uh, so. Somebody just offer me some purple drink. Oh, oh yeah. wow I, I, We
1: all know you'll take that. Bow show. Anything to get rid of a cold.
0: I finished my tea, and my th- throat's slowly starting to hurt again. Mm. I need some more of that codeine, son.
1: Mm-hmm. Here, have one of these. What's that? It'll burn real good. What is it? It's just an Altoid
0: Oh. Can I take this and talk on the show at the same time?
1: I don't know. Let's try it.
0: Let's test the waters. Yeah. We don't edit, but whatever. Yeah, yeah it don't matter. So, yeah, Doug Martin, peace out, homie. Uh, let's talk about somebody else in that game. Somebody who we, the one thing we could always say, one of the flagships of our show, and we talked about him for a year, is Alan Hurts.
1: Yeah, there he is, man, showing up.
0: If you've listened to this podcast for a year now, for over a year, you're likely an Alan Hearns owner. Yeah. Because we were all over that guy early.
1: And and to be more specific, Dynasty, Dynasty nerd Mike was.
0: Yeah. Oh, He's the one
1: that me. really turned us on to it.
0: No, before we get on to Hearns real quick, I just want to mention, I did see Mike this week. I went over and saw a little baby Emily. Mm. Uh, Mike has that had the baby. He is probably going to take off the entire football season. Which was is it? understandable. He's, again, we, Mike's got a 1% lives by his schedule. <laughs> his schedule is in a flux. He goes to the gym every day. So right now he's going up at 3.45 in the morning to go to the gym.
1: I've seen him there a few times.
0: Yeah, he's, uh, he's insane. Yeah. But he's still, still looking pretty good, pretty strong over there. <laughs> but he will be back uh, probably for offseason and then going forward. Yeah. So if you miss him, just tweet at him.
1: Tweet at him. He's still around.
0: But, yeah, Mike talked up Alan Hearns. We all agreed with him. He looks great. Um, you know, Marquise Lee, we talked about his heart not really being there. And it looks like it's going to be the A-Rob Alan Hearn show. Which is pretty good because we were talking about how we love that offense. Uh, TJ Yeldon's slowly getting a little better every week.
1: I, yep, so, absolutely. So sorry, sorry, I was in the middle of a burp right there.
0: Big, I'm a big fan of Allen Hearns. I am. I think he. I think he's sustainable. I think he's a long term play. Uh, it's gonna be funny how it turns out down the road because seeing seeing that him and uh, A-Row came in together. Yes. Yeah, Related so, like to contracts, you know how that works out.
1: Well, I mean, I think we all know where that's going to go unless. Alan Hearns really outplays Alan Robinson, I think. Oh,
0: a Robin ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Right. He's a beast. Right. I love Alan Robinson. Love them coming out. It was we, we, we Yeah, another name we talked about pretty pretty well there. Uh, so, Alan Hearns, again, another good game. But Newell also had a really good game that we talked about last week. We said, hey, go get this guy. If you did.
1: Oh, uh. Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed, man. Not Willie
0: Beeman. Willie Sneed. Yeah, that's right. God, I have such a good singing voice.
1: Yeah, I have such a good
0: voice. <laughs> six catches, 141 yards. Really kind of starting to become like the, the main guy. Now, Cook still had a really good game as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: But it seems like it's going to be the Willie Sneed, Brandon Cook's kind of show.
1: I mean, he led the team in targets with 11, and he you know, hauled in six of them. He had a long of 59 yards, too, so he's not just dinking and dunking here. He's, he's mixing in some big plays, which is nice.
0: Yeah, and a 23.5 ar- uh, average there, too, but like you said, 11 targets. It's pretty good. I mean, Brandon Cook's only had nine.
1: Right, absolutely. But they
0: both had over 100 yards uh, receiving. Everybody else is kind of in the back burner there.
1: Yeah, th- I mean, th- those two guys are the only two guys you really want to own. I mean, other than Mark Ingram. Uh, in that offense right now. I mean obviously people are holding on to CJ Spiller, but he's you can't really start him right
0: now. Yeah, man, I was i mean I was I mean, I was preaching CJ Spiller like no tomorrow. Yeah. Um uh, it's not really kinda like last week had a really good base and nothing's really coming to fruition there for me.
1: Not really. I was kinda yeah. off on that. Yeah, they they're just not using him. It's huh. kind of odd.
0: It is. Definitely how much they talked him up. And again maybe it's just one of the things he was hurt. Maybe it's gonna be like kinda Duke Johnson slowly get back in there, but not looking that great. It's yeah. also because Mark Ingram's looking pretty good.
1: He is looking decent, yeah. I mean, he's averaging close to five yards of carry.
0: And you got Willie Snead, man. And Willie Snead. Willie Snead is... Again, if you, we said last week, go get that guy if he was available.
1: So the other side of that game was the Eagles, and we had a DeMarco Murray sighting, huh? Yeah. Him and uh, Ryan Matthews both looked good, looked good enough that you, I think you can probably start you know putting them back in your lineups and stuff i know we were kind of preaching like ah, stay away from these guys it looks like they're starting to figure things out a little bit again
0: well we said at the beginning of the year when in the very first game we're like this might be a situation where you start all three running backs right. in your roster right um i know sproles didn't have like a, a great game but he still he still had some catches well one catch for 10 yards but it looks like ryan matthews and demarco Murray at the least are both startable and honestly like Ryan Matthews kind of look, right now looks a little bit better than DeMarco.
1: No, uh, I mean in the offense, yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, I mean they kind of overpay I mean, yeah, nine he averaged nine point one yards per carry at a long run of thirty three. And then DeMarco had twenty four. Uh his long twenty four, but he had eighty three yards. But he had a really good game. I mean, they both had really good games. They
1: both good had games. good games, yeah. DeMarco caught seven seven balls, too, for thirty seven yards. And out, that's what that's out. what's
0: really saving DeMarco's fantasy season. He's been using his catching is a, Yeah,
1: he's been touch, catching a ton of passes.
0: Um and you know He's somebody, again, I think it's just one of those situations where right now you can start both of them. They both look really good. Uh, so if you have Ryan Matthews, he's definitely startable. I, I
1: mean, especially, you know, you're coming through all the buys and stuff now. now, now, And, now, and, and um, which, by the way, let me just hit those really quickly. Um, the week six buys are Dallas, Oakland, St. Louis, and Tampa Bay. So just keep an eye out for those teams.
0: And speaking of Dallas, I want to throw this out there too. We mentioned last week how Lance Dunbar went out. Yep, he's out for the year. Mm-hmm. And Lance Dunbar was a top fifteen fantasy running back. He, Didn't have any rushing yards because he was catching a ton of balls. Well, now that he's out for the year, guess who steps in and catches a ton of balls this week?
1: Un- un- Unexpectedly, it's it's McFadden.
0: It's McFadden. Yeah. So again, McFadden has now come from hey, I can't start this guy.
1: To yeah, to, if he's going to be getting those catches that Dunbar left behind.
0: And, and listen, what well, there's no reason not to believe it, right? I mean, right. Dunbar was a top fifteen fantasy running back up until getting hurt yeah. on receiving. So if you're in a PPR league, Jeremy Fadden, again, a sneaky guy, you might be able to get really cheap in your dynasty league. Especially for
1: those Jamal Charles, uh yes. Injury owners right there. I
0: mean he might be something that you could actually get into your lineup and actually play and get like production. I know he had like fifteen points this week, uh, somewhere around there. I mean, he led he led the uh Cowboys this week in receptions. He had nine with sixty-two. Uh 62 yards, and again, a lot of those came at the end, but I expect Dallas to be down with their, with their all their whole offense being hurt. It's a lot of those short catches, but again, that's like the Danny Woodhead play. Danny Woodhead's number eight overall. Right,
1: absolutely. Lance,
0: same thing, it was Lance Dunbar and he was top 12, so Darren McFadden's going to be in that category. Darren McFadden has made himself useful
1: you don't get style points in fantasy you know you get points for making receptions and that's what he's doing so what if
0: you're in a league that got style points
1: i don't know that'd be kind of subjective
0: i'd be in last place yeah (laughs) yeah you would (gasps) wait what is that supposed to be
1: i mean uh, nothing have some code have some coding shut up
0: oh i feel so good right now (laughs) everything feels so good the words coming out of my mouth just flowing elegantly
1: oh god here we go
0: eloquently yeah elegantly
1: Uh uh-huh both
0: all of the above Uh uh-huh Yeah, so that's a really good play, Darren McFadden. You like that?
1: I do like that. Yeah,
0: Darren McFadden. I mean, I don't
1: like Darren McFadden, but if he's going to be catching a bunch of passes, then yeah.
0: Yeah, obviously PPR. But again, we always talk about PPR. That's what we base our whole show on. I wouldn't
1: wouldn't stuff him in your lineup next week or anything. I might wait to see if if he sustains for a couple weeks before I go starting lineup, but He's worth trying to get a you know get on your roster. I think he's a
0: sneaky plug-and-play right away. I've, well, they're on bye this week. They are on Definitely bye. with Matt Castle coming in and Brandon Whedon being the turd that we always knew he was. That is uh,
1: actually official now that they're moving out correct. to Castle.
0: So I think Darren McFadden is uh, a good play because if Castle throws the ball, he's going to throw an interception.
1: Castle's a turd. Yeah. yeah.
0: Him and Weeden are both turds. Yes. They're in bad shape. They need to tell Ro- Tony Romo back ASAP.
1: Yeah. Well, it sounds like Dez might be coming back sooner than... Uh, Than expected, possibly right after the bye week. Good,
0: I need him, man. So so do I. I need him badly back, man.
1: I need him in RSO and my my other dynasty league.
0: I mean, again, I mean, Devontae Freeman had another monster week. He's huge.
1: Guy's the real deal.
0: So, like, last last year when you won your championship, like, everything came together perfectly with DeMarco taking a big lead. And now DeMarco, like, now you got Devontae.
1: Now Devontae's
0: running the show. It's even better, too, because, like, you preached about, like, you were the, probably the biggest Devontae Freeman advocate out of anybody out there. Like, you took him in the first round of every league you were in. Uh, you took him high in some, too, as well. And then to give up, and now he's doing really well, you're like, yes, everything I thought was coming true.
1: I know. It feels good, but, you know, I, I, you know whatever. The only thing I would ever worry keep it about
0: Devontae Freeman is if, like, Kyle Shanahan left.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Just, it's a, just it's keep, keep it
0: up. Keep yeah, going. Schemes are really important for things like that. Yeah. Uh, what about Todd Gurley? What do you think about him?
1: I think he is a non-scheme-specific back. It doesn't just, matter where he is. I just he's think really he's very, good. yeah, I think he's very talented.
0: I know. I, I, told, you, I told you before the show, I am say, hey, is he number two overall yet?
1: No, he's still not number two overall because I don't do that. Like
0: either. I know. But so you, you're, I, I still can't, I, I'm going to say it every week. I mean, you would still take Lashawn McCoy, like in a startup draft, ahead of Ty Gurley.
1: I, there's just more data. I mean, yeah. I, I know, would, but
0: it's not all about data sometimes. I mean, Peyton Manning has really good data
1: yeah he has a lot of data. you know what it shows <laughs> that he's starting to get really bad now
0: well the Cha ofco stats have been Whoop.
1: yeah, but that's just because he's nicked
0: up right now what about that's... last year they were down he, he had a, a horrible up? offensive line he was in a really good offense that was all beat up I'm just saying i mean i I, I just want you to just let me know when it comes around he's still number two I mean to me he looked so good to me he looks like he looks like the number two. Like He looks like the second-best running back in the NFL to me right now. That's and what my eyes are telling
1: and me. And the first best one, best one is Devontae Freeman? <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Devontae Freeman looks really good. He, does, he looks quick. He he's looks a fantasy he monster. Looks... But like Todd Gurley looks like the second-best running back. Yeah, you know what I mean? I know, I'm not I taking know. Devontae Freeman in a dynasty league over Todd Gurley. No, me neither. I was kidding. i take him a lot higher than I would before. Yeah, that's right. i got to update my rankings. That's right, you do. I but, really got to update my rankings. Crap takes forever to do.
1: Just not when you're all high on codeine.
0: <laughs> Who's gonna be number one? Oh, Gary Barnes is number one. <laughs> yeah, you'll overall.
1: have you'll have Big Blake Gare and Duke Johnson number yeah, one, one you, and two.
0: You know it, brother. Uh, so Todd Gurley, another monster game. Let's move on to a guy who did not have a monster game. Mm, that's uh, what's the
1: opposite of a monster
0: game? Um, a
1: total dud. Here we go. We didn't want to think about that. A Gary game. Uh, let's just go with the total dud. That sounds weird.
0: Dud. Latavius Murray.
1: Latavius Murray.
0: Now, again. I mean, Latavius Murray almost fits. Like, when you think about it, there's always those guys that, like, you have the hype that you're going to build up, CJ Spiller. Uh, and you're like, okay, this is the guy. And then they kind of just kind of don't really do a whole lot. Latavius Murray hasn't really done a whole lot a few, so far. A few
1: podcasts ago, we actually were talking about this very same thing. Like, somebody asked us a Twitter question about, you know, who are we not buying the hype into? And, and this was one of the guys that, you know. Mentioned. I can't remember if we mentioned it, but it, uh, this is the type of guy that I would have been thinking about. He
0: got benched again in the second half of the yeah. game. Uh, and now, if you want a name to pick up, if you need a running back, Matt, say this guy's name for me.
1: Jameez Aliwale? Olowale. <laughs> Olowale. That's the
0: way I would guess. Olowale. J-A-M-I-Z-E-O-L-A-W-A-L-E, running back, Oakland Raiders, third year out of North Texas. He had six carries for 13 yards.
1: Yeah. 6'1", 240 pounds. A la the Nigerian nightmare. Like, just a big, huge dude, man.
0: Yeah. Fits fits the total thing we were talking about earlier about a guy you want to pick up. Like, he's a perfect guy to pick up who probably won't turn in anything.
1: But you never know.
0: But he's a running back who's being used in Oakland. He had the second most carries out of the backfield. They're obviously a little down on Latavius Murray. Uh, Now, Olawale is only averaging 2.2 yards per carry, but, hey, you never know.
1: You never know, man. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't drop anyone of name or anything like that, but, yeah, if you got somebody that you, you like, hate hate Ryan Mallet like I do right now because you've, you've had him on your roster for, you know, four years or whatever. Ryan and Mal- just, such
0: a douchebag, too. Like, he him just pouting. On the yeah, and then he's pouting. You know, and they're like, just being all sulky, like, yeah. oh, well, this is and BS. You know what I mean? And you can read his lips, like, this yeah. is BS. Like, dude, you're a douche, dude. Right. I mean, come on. Like, why don't I you and Robert I mean, Griffin go over there and hug, hug, hug it out, man? Come on.
1: I should have known because he started at Michigan that, that he was just a turd.
0: Brian Mallett?
1: Yeah. Arkansas, dude. He started at Michigan.
0: Oh, yeah. He did start at Michigan, dude. right? Dude. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry.
1: That, that he was just a turd. No. Yeah, right. If you go to Michigan, I'm yeah. sorry. You're a turd. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Unless you're a listen, listener of ours, then you're cool.
0: Yeah. then <laughs> Then we're cool. Then we are friends. I have one friend that's a Michigan fan. Yeah. Just one. Just one. No, two. Really? Cheese, right? Oh, yeah. He's one. Yeah. My friend Aaron. Cheese. Okay. Sure of him. Yep. F them both. yeah I, I secretly hate him. Uh, So, again, Jameez Olawale. If we pronounce it wrong, who cares? Yeah, who cares?
1: He probably won't be anything, but you I never I spelled know.
0: it for you, but he's getting yeah. carries, and you never know. if They totally bench him and go, hey, we're going to go with this Nigerian nightmare. Hey, you might be able to start him. I mean, 13 yards is better than zero yards, Owen Daniels. Yeah. Different position. Total turd. Better than Jamal Charles mm, at this point. Gosh, but Hopefully,
1: he, yeah, I mean, you maybe you can stick that guy in the IR and uh, pick a up Jamise uh, Alawale.
0: Yep, and or Roy Hallou might actually get some action finally too. Yep, he's a little active in the receiving game. You know, he had three catches, six yards, not much.
1: He's not. He's not really got a trust. He doesn't have a high upside.
0: What I mean. about? I mean, are we officially calling the CJ Anderson just a one year thing then in Denver? I have He
1: does look terrible, but Ronnie Hillman doesn't look all that much better either.
0: I'm, yeah, pe- I'm not talking week. about to the point where they like, not like none of them are startable. Like, I've benched CJ Anderson in all my leagues that I have him in. You have to bench them. Yeah, right now. He's, yep. he's totally, you know, 11 carries, 22 yards, uh, two point average. But, I mean, he's somebody that you think it was just that one year. I mean, now I know the offensive line is terrible right now.
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad. It
0: hurts a lot. What happens when Peyton leaves? Do they draft it? I mean, what do they do? You know, I don't know see I mean, you don't have a lot invested in CJ Anderson. He's no, looked terrible. No, they don't.
1: They don't they don't have anything invested in him. They can cut bait uh, with CJ Anderson anytime.
0: Unfortunately, some of you can not sell right now either. Nope. I mean, he, does he fall in that that category of like Doug Martin where if like he has a a really good game or two, like kind of just get out while you can and take what you can?
1: Yeah. I think I think he does actually. Me too. If I owned him, I I would I would cuz you probably likely got him for free. And I would I would try to sell on him.
0: Yeah, the Dynasty Nerds Podcast Listener League my running backs are LaShawn McCoy, CJ Anderson, and Jeremy Hill.
1: Sorry about your luck, man.
0: I thought it was a strong suit of my team. Yeah. One's hurt.
1: One's not getting enough. And two are cares. terrible. Yep.
0: No wonder I'm 0 and five.
1: Dude, I can't believe.
0: You. I won one game in one of them. I don't know. Am I won five. In one <laughs> that's in one pathetic
1: five? when you just have to. <laughs> yeah. I won one game in one of my leagues.
0: But like, like going to the, like I really liked my roster. It's just kind of everything's falling. I have Dez in a league, you know, and that's kind of that and hurt everything's a lot, yeah. everything's kind of like falling apart. There's
1: been some big injuries this year, man.
0: Yeah, there has. I mean, there
1: really have. Yeah, big names, I mean,
0: like, not only that, but big names not even producing. You like the CJ Anderson, Jeremy Hills, guys that you thought Mike Evans. Somebody told me the other day, tweeted, I got multiple questions about Mike Evans on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, should I trade him for this and a first or this and this? And a lot of them are like, hell no.
1: Yeah, just relax on that. Yeah. But going back to what you literally, I mean, just got done saying how Josh Hill, you know, is having a down year. That's why I don't overreact to these rookies having good years is because they come back in the second years. And a lot of the times it was a fluke or, or
0: Cheer what did I say? Josh Hill.
1: Oh, Jeremy Hill. He's terrible, too. Yeah, Josh Hill sucks, too. Uh, <laughs> I'll but, say it to
0: your face. Yeah,
1: that's right. You're terrible, man. You got talked up too much in this office. And I,
0: I, I hear you. I, I definitely hear what you're saying. And that's, but that's not how I, like, again, Todd Gurley is somebody, though, that was, like, you know, like, Jeremy Hill, like, I liked coming out. And I still, still don't think Jeremy Hill is done. But, like, Todd Gurley, I think, is, like, an exception to the rule.
1: I don't think, Jer- I don't think Hill is done, either but but i mean
0: i get what you're saying you don't you don't ever get excited
1: not after just one year i mean look at what's his name that the browns uh the running back that the browns took like five years ago four years ago with with brandon whedon and trent richardson Richardson. everyone was like super high on him after one year because he was he had like 900 yeah he had on 900 something yards and he caught a bunch of passes and and scored a bunch of touchdowns and he sucks he's terrible you know, and, and, he Dys- looked, and he looked pretty good his rookie year, and then he was terrible.
0: Terrible. One of the worst picks in the history of the league. Yeah. And he actually went ahead of Andrew Luckner, Dynasty Nerds League. Like,
1: yeah, he sure did. Wow. So, I mean. I, Whoopsie. I just don't. I try not to go get too high with these rookie running backs. I don't, I don't want to ride the roller coaster.
0: Hashtag two to three year window. Right. No, I hear you. It's, you definitely don't. It's, it's almost like you want to ride the wave. Don't buy into the wave. You know what I mean? You definitely want to, like, jump, like give up a lot for these guys. But I feel like that about almost, like, every running back. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to give up a lot. And here I go say, hey, give up first for Thomas Rawls.
1: I was say, you kind of have to give up. That's the, the world we live in. You have to give up a lot to get running backs because there just aren't a lot of them.
0: That's why you uh, give up a lot for wide receivers and just keep drafting running backs. Plug and plays. There you go. Plug and plays. What about now? Speaking of the best running back, Le'Veon Bell.
1: Le'Veon Bell had he a game, man. He looked
0: so good, man. So good. He is good. He is, he's the number 1 running back in the, the league. Yeah, he's pretty good. The way he stops and goes and explodes out of his breaks. I mean, he is special. He really is. I'm a, I'm a everybody's a huge fan. But if you're going to the farm somebody for a running back, that's the guy I'm going to the farm for.
1: Yeah, but he's almost like unobtainable at this point, you know. Like you're kind of lot. I
0: mean, true you can I mean, you mean you you'd, get you'd have to give up like Julio Jones for him.
1: You'd have to give up some major heat, yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, some people can. Some people can afford to do it. If you have, those, if you yeah.
0: have like, if you're, like, super loaded, you could do that. Yeah, I would, too. But that's what you have to give up for. Them, right. Which is fair. Yeah, it is. No, oh, dude, we got to start wrapping this up. See, my throat's killing me now.
1: All right, let's wrap it uh, up.
0: Let's talk about a couple more things here real quick. Uh, Shane Marine, eight catches, 86 yards, and a touchdown. Maybe he'll start getting more involved in the offense against somebody who I liked in the beginning of the year. Uh, looked pretty good. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I agree. We kind of thought this would be his role and i've been kind of perplexed why it hasn't been so far so maybe we, just took you know eli throwing it 54 times for him to uh yeah. get his catches i mean but,
0: we thought because that bed back do up-tempo offense right that, that's the way they go and it's starting to show here a little bit this is two weeks in a row he's been used so again shane Marine might be utilized as well and then we had antonio gates return with a big monster game as well which is nice that him and londarius green both did well
1: right they they looks like you can use both of them i guess is the way to put it um antonio gates obviously 11 targets for uh, you know nine receptions 92 yards and two touchdowns wow but ladarius green caught all five of his um targets for 50 yards also so so, i mean that's that's not a bad game for you know a tight end that's like a tight end two on his own team you know like that's pretty decent yeah. and you, and you got to expect like the, the two tight ends going to antonio gates is kind of a fluke type of thing and that'll start you know equaling itself out
0: they're out of their top out of their top five receivers it goes antonio gates danny woodhead keenan allen melvin gordon ladarius green one wide receiver
1: yep that's it
0: <laughs> it's good to see melvin gordon catch seven balls
1: yeah, man, he like uh he really took good control of that game it seemed like. He... I'm
0: just like dying to see that big explosive game from Melvin Gordon still. You're right. Yeah, I really am cuz it's there.
1: It feels like it's coming, right? Yeah,
0: and I think like cuz the the line's so bad there in San Diego as well. I mean, there's be- I know I was watching the game and they went through all the offensive linemen they've had there since like 2011. Yeah. And I did not even know the stat. They've only drafted in the history of the franchise one offensive lineman in the first round. DJ Fluker.
1: That just seems Gregor. silly to me.
0: That's really silly. Like especially
1: so, when you have your uh franchise quarterback for so long that you you don't, you don't wanna, invest in them. Yeah, you don't want to invest in it to protect him at all. Hey man,
0: sunny San Diego, you gotta, you gotta please the people. But uh I think I think Melvin Gore with a better line, we will see some of that again. Somebody that, you know, maybe maybe one of those guys at the end of the season, since he doesn't go he doesn't live up to his draft status, maybe you can kind of buy for cheaper. Maybe like maybe like you know come draft day now like the fifth whoever's the fifth pick and they like like somebody you know like a lot like derrick henry a lot right maybe right. Can go out and get melvin gordon kind of flip-flop and then be a year ahead of the schedule as well could be okay we gotta wrap this yeah. up my, my voice is starting to kill me all right let's do this man it's not good to have a bad throw and just talk for 45 minutes right no it's tough um but that's it for the week uh god we even really cut this short 46 minutes i was like I, when we came in i was like i just want to do like a half hour i know away, man.
1: it's hard to get through it in that that yeah. little bit on time but um you know, obviously, Thursday night is the Atlanta-New Orleans game, so a lot of a lot of people that you're going to be you, wanting to get in your lineup, so just keep an eye on injuries and stuff like that, and lower expectations, unfortunately, because it's Thursday night football, and that's what you kind of have to do. It's going to be
0: a fun game to watch.
1: It is going to be a fun game to watch, but, I mean, I don't know. I hate right. these Thursday games.
0: I just love to watch football on Thursdays.
1: So do I, but I hate them for my fantasy team, man. And anytime somebody, I you know... It's playing on the, on my Thursday night. I'm kind of like just crossing my fingers that I get normal production even out of them.
0: Word to your mother-in-law.
1: So there you go.
0: So that's that. You can follow me on Twitter, at Dynasty Rich. If you have any questions, since I can't talk, I could I could tweet.
1: There you go. Tweet, I'm, tweet, at, tweet. I'm at I'm Dynasty Matt.
0: Uh, you, dee dee dee. you can follow the site, at Dynasty Nerds. If you want to talk to other people, you can make sure to get on DynastyNerds.com and click on the form. Uh, hundreds of people on there you can talk to. Make sure you get on Dynasty Nerds every day to support the website. You know, if you so- support the podcast, that's great, too. But please support the website. Go on there daily. Uh, click on all kinds of random things on there. You don't have to read it; just click on random. Yeah, things. just
1: click on everything. Click, look, click, click. Rankings. Look at a, look at as many forum. pages. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, we gotta pay these writers, and then we do it if you click on the pages. <laughs> uh, but we do have great articles. I know, like t- uh today, like we had a dynasty rookie preview article up by uh at dynasty corey. Yeah, who's been pumping those out there? I mean, we get some really good stuff out there. You know, make sure you follow our writers on Twitter. I you know I feel terrible because I can't get them all, but at tim nfl. You know, he's he's gonna start doing make sure you read his article, because he's gonna start putting out a weekly waiver wire pickup. And nice. last week last week I got out there late, uh, but he had like Chan, CW CWN or West. He Char- had a couple guys Char- on there that actually produced.
1: Shark request
0: Yeah. So he uh he's gonna put that out weekly at Tim NFL. Make sure you follow him on Twitter, he's gonna put out that waiver wire every week. Uh at Dynasty Corey, uh, at third down theory, at Fantasy Outlaw, at Dynasty Rudy. They're all on there. I'm I'm uh, you know, just just, yeah, just yeah, check,
1: check out the articles. They'll have their Twitter handles on there.
0: And, of course, the support to site. You know, and right now I have OCD. We're at 149 reviews. It bothers me. I need get, get this
1: man his 150th, for the love of God.
0: Get on iTunes. Give us a ranking review. Helps the site. If you look at fantasy football right now, we're in the top 10, baby.
1: He literally won't be able to sleep tonight if we don't get another review. And the kid needs sleep. He's tired and he's sick. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Give the man a review. Uh-huh.
0: Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So, yeah, please, that's, and honestly, that's the best way to support the, the, the podcast uh, for free is to get on iTunes, give us a ranking review. We truly appreciate it. Uh, I think we're, we're approaching the 100th episode of the it, podcast.
1: It's creeping up, man, that is for sure. And we're going to do a T-shirt giveaway We'll have for to that. do something, yeah. Something.
0: Um, and I think, now, see, I wanted to say something, you had to do something, you had to give us a ranking review on iTunes, but I, think, I don't think that's really fair because not everybody has iTunes.
1: True statement. Not everyone does, so So, we'll have to come up with some kind of Twitter contest or something.
0: Or, yeah, email and Twitter, because not everybody has Twitter as well. Because I know people sometimes email, like, hey, I don't have Twitter, but can I get this? And I'm like, yeah, for sure. But for the 100th episode, we're going to give away Dynasty Nerds t-shirt. All right. Um, Absolutely. If you want to support the podcast, uh, again, the best thing to do, I know somebody did it this week again, uh, is buy Dynasty Nerds t-shirt. Truly helps the podcast in more ways than we can describe you know, the shirts are 18 bucks. We sell two of those. It pays for the podcast for the month. So we need, if you already have one, buy another one. Uh, <laughs> but it really does help support the podcast. So please, uh, if you could do that, buy a shirt or just give us a ranking review or just listen to the podcast and click on the site. It's all good for us. Yeah. We're it not, mon- not money mongers. It all works out. Yeah. But thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. I'm going to go get some rest. <laughs> put, a, put a warm towel on my forehead.
1: There you go, man. Feel better. I will. Thanks for
0: thanks for caring that. Even though you're probably the one that got me sick. I probably am. You dirty bastard.
1: It was that uh that horrible Chewbacca impersonation that I I
0: forgot about that. It was terrible. Yeah. All right. Well, till then, we'll see you next week. Hasta luego. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.